take a deep breath in and let it face out, open your mouth, let your jaw drop down and stretch it out. Roll your shoulders. Tilt your head back and forth. Roll your head forward from one side to the next, slowly. Take deep breaths in. We're gonna let our mind relax. Keep rolling your neck. And think about how our mind is on all of the time. It is going. It is thinking 85,000 to 97,000 thoughts of a day. All of the neurons and all of the thoughts and the feelings that are releasing all of the endorphins and all of the stress hormones meditation I'm learning is allowing an organ to actively rest allowing the brain which is an organ to shut down a little bit in meditation music we visualize that water is dripping down into all of our pores and all of the compartments within the brain. I visualize a, a brain and, and the meditation music is like water. And that our brain is fried. We walk around stressed and anxious and trying to remember things and not wanting to forget things and not wanting to let go of this and that. <clears throat> Making sure it's always on our mind, but to know, to give yourself time, a couple minutes to put those things down and then just set them down at the door. And we know that we can think about those things when we're done, after we've given our brain just four minutes to cool down. Because in that four minutes, allowing the brain to be rested and soothed, allowing it to stop firing all of the 
memories that we, we are reminding in. We don't realize all of the subconscious thoughts, all of the clusters of patterns of thought that we repeat. I read this book that, I can't remember what it is right now, this said that we have 87,000 to 95,000 thoughts a day and research showed that 3% of those thoughts are different <laughs> than the rest. That the 97% of our thoughts are repetitive. They are cyclical. So our brains are firing off the same things, 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 the same things. And each of those things, and when we fire those thoughts off, the brain produces a chemical that is the feeling that comes. The feeling comes because it's attached to a neuron. When we think a thought, it elicits a chemical response. But then our body, it tells our body how to respond. It tells us that it, we need to tense up if it's a bad emotion, a bad thought. So our body is experiencing these chemical responses and these reactions. And they're not maybe all of this, the needed things that we need to, to think about or do or that our body needs to respond to. Does our body need to be worried about something that we cannot control? Can we control it? What are we holding on to? That's not good for us. It's not healthy for us. As much as it's important to be healthy and put the right things in our body, the food, the vitamins, what is beyond important is what we feed ourselves mentally. The mind is such an unknown place. We, we only know our brain only can work at like what 13 16% 4% i don't even know the brain is a fascinating thing and what's fascinating is that when we think differently about something if we seem simply change our mind change a thought it 
completely changes every single aspect of our perception of it, of our interaction with it, who we are. Deep breaths calm our mind down. And I was watching a video of a man talking about meditation. And he was talking about how we have such a different perception of meditation that we're taught how to breathe wrong if you look at a sleeping baby the stomach is rising and falling and when we're we're taught to take deep breaths we do it from our chest we go but he said no you fill up your belly and then it grows through the chest and even through the neck in the abdomen lower it goes your whole body and that on the the highest that you could possibly hold it if you could hold it for a couple seconds more and go a little bit higher in that spot and then when you take your breath out and you're completely emptied. Your lungs are completely emptied. If you could go a little bit longer, a little bit longer to keep them emptied and to hold at those two places, that that's where it's at. So I've been working on it a little bit, but it's amazing to think about. It really does help. What is it? I don't know. But if you take nine deep breaths in, You take a deep breath in, six deep breaths in, you try to hold it for nine counts or something. Take six deep breaths out, try to hold it for nine counts. And it's just exploring the body and giving the body a chance to open up and relax. So I feel like I'm in a sort of aha moment, like life-changing process of thought right now. And I'm curious if I'm the only one. (laughs) Probably not, but I don't really hear people like resonating with my life 
and spiritual walk as of now. I mean, some people, but spiritual spirituality has been such a big part of my life since a young kid. I was 10 and my dad, uh, who came back from like therapy, from drug rehab, um, and was part of the gospel mission in Kalamazoo, got rehabbed and came to Christ and told me when he came back, I found a, a way to get to heaven. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I didn't think much of it, but he had me go into his room with him and pray the prayer. And then his one of his ex-wives um, told me to listen to this radio station way fm and um i was by myself one day um before my mom got home from work or something or i don't know after i got home from school and i just turned on the radio and listened to this christian radio station and got um dropped with like the spiritual awakening and i'm like what was that? And ever since then, I'm like, let me, I just had an experience with the creator, with the thing, with the awesomeness that is like, that's the one, you know, like, how do I get it connected to that again? So I started going to church and I was like really drawn to the altar and uh, they had this like, oh, it's long story. Anyways, I just always was drawn and wanted to be a nun and in college almost left for a year to do this thing called mission year um and ended up doing it after I graduated where you go down and go into a city and um help the people and go to church and teach in a school and live in community and uh, so I did that and then I got married, had a life, had kids, and fell out of the church. Um, when I was started falling out of the church, when I was pregnant with my first child, and I felt God leading me out of the church. It was weird because I was always going, and I just felt this like I'm always very philosophical and. <laughs> thinking about the spiritual realm, wanting to be connected to the spiritual realm. I would go on retreats and I just love feeling the Holy Spirit and feeling healing people and being baptized and just that experience with the spiritual realm. And then I um, fall out of the church and I just like, it doesn't feel right in my spirit. Um, and that whole journey of not really knowing where I'm at and not having answers and feeling like God is so much bigger. And that, like, I can't just imagine this love that I felt that ends when you don't believe that there's this one guy who gave his life and... If you don't do it in time, you're going to like die a death far from the creator your whole existence. I just 
can't imagine. Like, no. And so as I'm like walking this path of like, I love energy. I love feeling energy. I love the spiritual realm. But that like God is is way too big to be contained. And, and just seeing how everyone sees it. And how beautiful it all is. Like you can't have a rainbow without each specific different color. Each one is a color. Each one is a different way to look at something. And so just enamored by it and still obsessed with it, wanting to be, get more, do more, getting into like tarot and, and energy and, and like thinking about different, like, you know, you can have, you can experience demons when like, when I was a Christian, um, you don't do tarot cards because it's like of a spirit that's not of God. And so if it's not of God, then it's bad. And, you know, I just got into this place of like yin and yang in the universe. And it's not the psycho killer's fault. It's the, 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 the not love in us. It's the, like, there is evil, but that darkness can't exist with lightness. Light can't exist without dark. And then it all comes from the same and like just exploring and I was just getting my nails done and talking about this girl who I, who has had a lot of experiences um and is like stop I don't want to hear anymore and I'm like I'm, and she's like you know why why do you want to experience more why do you want to talk to your past ones why and like, it's just, like, amazing. She's like, you know, you don't necessarily want to open that can of worms. Because there are, you know, there is evil. There are. And it just made me realize, like, yeah, just like in the world where I um, decide not to surround myself with people that make me, f make my, like, red flags go off. Or make me feel like, like I've learned to just follow the the intuitive yes and the intuitive no and the intuitive caution of this is a safe person for you and this is not and even in the spiritual world because I'm like it's cool it's fun like I want to explore more now I'm like and she was so amazing how she was like I feel like they talk about this past life stuff and I had a psychic tell me once that in a past life, I was a like religious um, or a nun. I think she said I was a nun in a past life. And I was like, oh, holy fuck. Like, that's what I have been wanting to do my whole life. And when I was 35 and in a, like a kind of a, who am I? I questioning my whole identity. Um, like, I don't know who I am. I'm learning, I'm discovering, and it's changing. And I'm in this moment now where Lanasia was like, you know, you don't, you, the, the purpose of life is to live and to be happy and not be in pain in any way, in emotional and mental and physical. That's the ultimate. And through the spirit realm, through the spirits, we get guidance like opening yourself up to seeking don't don't do it if you're not guided by someone that understands like 
this isn't a serious thing. So, um, it just gave me like this relief that I feel like I can live in the moment, in the present. And, and like, why? Well, and like, I feel like I've almost been tormented by like this being obsessed with the spiritual world. Like, I want more. I want deeper. I want to see ghosts. I want to see angels. I want to see demons. I want to do this. Like, <laughs> um, and I see that it, and like in meditation and everyone around me knows like you need your you time. Like I, I need that time alone what it's quiet for for me to be by myself and completely I feel like I'm being recharged and that's where like the introvert and extrovert like quizzes like I'm very very social um but what and I so I always thought I was an extrovert but as I've like grown up I um I'm I know that I need that time by myself <laughs> or else I will fizzle and I will like lose screws <laughs> I just come undone <laughs> and everyone around me that knows me really well is like okay Jen let's we'll take the kids you go have a you time because I just start like decomposing and being irritable and I'm like okay I need to go somewhere by myself um and I feel like part of that was connecting to the spiritual realm because I have been like felt like that's home like the spiritual world is home and you know when I was a Christian I could not hold a conversation without it being about God um which is I know to some people um that that's their life that was my life it's not like bad um, but it just, it was, uh, it's been an obsession and we're like, I can't really be in the full present moment, like always. And I've just recently been praying, meditating about, I want to like, just be, my brain is fried. I am always thinking and I'm like, how do I shut it off? And I feel like I just got some, like, an aha moment for me that life is meant to be, you're meant to be happy and content and that's what I am. This, like, striving that I have constantly, like, wanting it to be meaningful wanting to work hard wanting to like obtain and obtain what exactly and i've been asking myself you know because i like to push myself creatively and in, in business i want to see like what can be done i feel like i've been just on this like ticking time bomb like life is short i want to leave a legacy of good i want to put my mark in the world i don't want to go down to the grave without a drop left in me. I don't want to waste precious gifts that I've been given. And I see a world full of need of like just even a smile and a hug. And um, 
<sighs> but I'm like, whew, I'm like burning myself out and, and on it. And like, it's true. Life is meant to be, I mean, and it's crazy. Like that's, that is the meaning of life. Or that is when you reached to like really rest and <laughs> I don't think I've really rested. And it's it's nice to feel such peace. And I'm like, whoa, is this Whew. This is nice. I didn't realize. that I didn't have peace or that I didn't have much of it. Oh, I'm just not be thinking about all the things, but like really just the reality of my health and my, the beauty of my life and the people around me and all of it is just so to be able to like experience nature and like you know we just get so busy it's nice to oh, really have a pause and I hope that I can keep this peace that life that this aha moment in this moment for me can stick that I can like really just enjoy the reality of the here and now and the moment and the beauty of it and just soak in everything. And I, I have been having trouble soaking in everything and I, I feel like ooh, I'm in a different posture that just one conversation. And that's the thing, like words really are so powerful. And that's what I'm obsessed about too is the words that we say to ourselves and the words that we believe that we don't realize that we believe that are in our subconscious. <sighs> Anyways, hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Praise Jesus. And <laughs> I know we're all on our like own spiritual journey. It's very interesting. It's very intriguing. It's nice to like not think about the spiritual realm for a second. Oh my God. Why am I so, is that my past life? Like I was a nun, so I'm still, I think I've even been told by another psychic that I like, oh no, by the same one that I was in the past, I was like a nun and this life, my lesson to learn is to live in the moment or to be no, to be authentically me, which is cool and also a challenge. It's like, I feel like the the best type of challenge because I think there is freedom in authenticity. There's a deep freedom in authenticity when we're not able to be ourselves. We are so trapped. And there was a coach that I worked with right after I left my marriage Cause I didn't know who I was. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know what was up, down, left, right, Jen, not Jen, Blake, not Blake, kids, not kids. Like where, what is what? And so 
it was cool. He's an intuitive. He's an incredible coach. Nate Yeski. Woo woo. Shout out to Nate Yeski. Coolest dude in the planet. When I went to another shout out. Um, what is that cool community therapy on site? On site. Shout out to on site. It's about the journey. Uh, or, or embrace the journey. What is the the slogan that you guys have? And I just immediately connected to Nate, and he was like a star to me. I feel like we're like of kindred spirits. We were like neighboring stars, like shooting stars. And he was like, "Yo, girl, like you have a invisible. I picture an invisible, an invisible." Um, like box around you, like a clear box, like no one sees it, but you're trapped and you're pulling out a marker from your butt. Just kidding. He didn't say that. <laughs> um, and you're pulling a marker from your pocket and you are drawing the door to open the clear door box that you're in <sighs> I had this really cool dream once that was very powerful to me I get messages in dreams I love dreams so much how do you get messages we each get messages differently I love having dreams I get downloads all of a sudden and I have to start talking about my dreams I'm gonna do that and um yeah, I'm gonna stop this podcast and I'm gonna do a podcast about my dreams because they they're really badass and downloads that are immediate. Um that maybe they're just for me, but I feel like well when I've told other people they've gotten chills and stuff and so I just feel like it's always good to have a message from the spirit and that's what we're always looking for is a message from the spirit tell me i'm the right way give me a fortune cookie give me a reading give me a uh tell me and i was just thinking about how i'm always like seeking the spirit when i was a christian and it was like god what do you want me to do fasting praying what do you want me to do what do you want me to do and then i got out of the church and started just just meditating and questioning and asking hey you what's your name what do you look like and and because I was like god okay so there's Jesus (laughs) oh my god people are like you don't I don't think like that (laughs) I don't I don't I've never thought of that but I'm like Okay, you guys never thought about like, okay, so Jesus and God is at the, Jesus is at the right hand, the right, the throne of the right hand, the throne of the right, the God is at the throne of the, anyways, (laughs) what a tongue twister, it's so confusing, um, Jesus is at the throne, the right hand throne of God, okay, I'm done trying to, so anyways, um, Okay, so I know Jesus. He's a dude. He's a man from Jerusalem that mo- white people think looks like white. And then other people are like, guys, he was a Muslim. Or he was a... Sorry. It's been so long since I've studied all that. Um, and 
and um, so he came from Jerusalem. So he was he was Israeli. Or <gasps> don't crucify me if I'm getting it wrong. Um, but anyway, so I'm like, okay, so we know what Jesus looks like ish. What about God? Okay, so God is up there in heaven. But like God, like God, the one that made the whole universe that from the beginning to the end and everything like, is he a bigger Jesus? Is he a dad, but like larger? Like, no, that's a check. No box. Okay. So I just seem like in my head, I'm imagining enormous and a bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger universe. And like, he has to be not be a like a bot in a body, you know. It is like the the, the one that created. That's like came before the chicken or the egg. People were killing each other over it. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's exhausting. It's exhausting to be obsessed with the spiritual realm. It's really nice to be like the whole goal of life is to live happy, is to be happy and to have contentment and peace and just to be, just to be. Which seems like very boring, you know? We're like, go, 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 I'm go, 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 being. I'm so, so tired from sitting so still. But it's not how it is, but I, so that's where I feel like authenticity goes in with being completely authentic and I see, in my journey, I'm like, okay. So I realized that we're all like trying to be cool or not look weird. <laughs> so we have to have these people that are like courageous enough to look weird for us to be like, oh, okay, you can look like that. That's an acceptable thing. Cool. Let me let me explore that and it's hard to be like completely authentic and I'm like as a Christian Lord tell me what do you want me to do and as someone in the spiritual realm still tell me what do you want me to do and I feel like I'm asking what do I why do I Tell me what I want. Tell me what I want. Which, because like in Christianity, you don't have a choice to have wants, you know? Desires, those are shoo-shooed, poo-pooed, shooed. They're shooed and poo-pooed. <laughs> I love my combination of words. They're shoo-shooed, Okay. Um, and <laughs> so people that know me like laugh and they were, it just reminded me of when I was, um, in, in Cali talking to Michelle, shout out Michelle Peso, I love you. You are the most bomb ass woman I don't, I just, I just think you're the cat's meow. I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> I just am like rooting for you. I, you, you inspire me and I think you're so awesome. And there's just something very special about you. So I love you. And, um, 
so anyways, she was like, I was on her couch and she was like, we were talking about guys or life stuff and then and it was like yeah and like deep and then a song came on and I started dancing and she was laughing like I love how you can just we're like talking like about serious stuff and then you're twerking like a second later and this is I think I've gotten this from nature I feel like I'm nature works right people don't work we are killing the earth. We don't work right. We're all like, especially Western society, you know, anyways, we won't start a debate. We won't talk about what's better, who's better. I don't care. But, um, you know, we get sick and it's like, what are we supposed to eat? And it's always good to go back to nature. What does nature do? And as I was in my self-exploration, uh, and like finding myself, I, was meditating, I was walking a lot, I was like just looking at nature and very comforted by it and I had become a tree hugger. And what I had laughed at before, but now I'm like, God, a tree can heal you for real. And then you learn about energy and you learn about negative words and how they can kill plants. We got a lot of power anyways, so I'm, I'm like looking at nature and how butterflies and jaguars specifically, I picture them in my mind. Okay. A butterfly, it flies and then it stops and then it flies away and it goes in a different direction. You don't know what direction that butterfly is going in. No. Jaguar. He's going to eat, sleep, poop, sit, kill at its, at its will, right? It's like, um, we don't have to go to work eight to five and then sit down and then do this. And I'm like, they're just doing what they feel like doing when they feel like doing it. And obviously we can't do that because some people have impulses. And, I, you know, I'm not saying do every single thing that you imagine, but people... <laughs> <laughs> you know, to be more unfiltered. Like, what does our unfiltered self look like? It's so different. Like when, And people like don't want to show. They don't want to show themselves. It takes a long time to get comfortable with someone until you can really fart in front of them. Or feel comfortable snorting. But why, why do we have to hold the snort in, everybody? It makes people laugh. It's funny. Fucking snort. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um that's the last of my ramblings and um I love when you guys um comment and like talk to me about how it made you laugh because it makes me laugh more uh, at just being at just being random. I think I think life is to be lived and talked about and laughed at. So, like, stay classy, San Diego. Ooh, I should get, like, a tagline if I'm going to be randomly talking. I mean, I have a whole podcast that I created. Jenny in your pocket podcast. Because you know how many people requested? Hey, I love your energy. Oh, my God. It's like, I wish I could have you in my pocket. Motherfuckers. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Sensitive ears. I'm sorry. Let's just make it 18 and up. Can we make this at 18 and up? 
podcast so we can talk about real life. <sighs> but then, uh, anyways. Um, so, so anyways, <laughs> um, over and out, I hope y'all have a great, like, lightened load night, a lightened load night. Let's lighten that load. The problem with all of us is we're so cluttered with stuff, with emotions, with feelings. We hold it all in. We are constipated, everybody. We just got to let it out a little more. Come on, let it out a little more. That's right. In your conversations with people, let out your feelings a little more, even if they're not friendly. You know, even if they're a little harsh, the right people can accept them. The wrong people can go to the other person that they're going to connect with. We don't have to connect with everyone, which is awesome, right? I like to connect with everyone. But, you know, not everyone is each other's cup of tea. But anyways, um... (laughs) Squirrel! (laughs) Can this podcast be called Squirrel? (gasps) I would really like to do a podcast called Squirrel because I don't know what the fuck to talk about. It's like people want to hear from me, but y'all, I don't wait what to to say what. And so I try to encourage, (laughs) but it sounds so corny. Can we just say whatever is on our mind in the random rambling? I like it. (laughs) Done. Peace out, y'all. Bye.